0: now, 106.3 WORD proudly presents Hot Rods and Happy Happy
2: Hour,
0: bringing custom car and hot rod enthusiasts together for a weekly chat. Here are your hosts, Rob Pitts and Odd Rod, live and local on 106.3 WORD.
3: All right, guys, welcome to Hot Rods and Happy Hour Odd Rod. Yes, sir. We've got an action-packed show today
0: action-packed
1: like
3: action-packed that's labor intensive really labor intensive
1: yes sir today we were talking about the vinyl industry wraps and how it mingles with the car industry. sounds
3: like a sticky business to me
1: that's pretty good did you come up with that that's pretty good I like all, that. all on my own did you like use a crayon? and everything i love it <laughs> sticky business it's a sticky business you know the vinyl industry's been around for a long time and uh you know everybody's been a part of it you see you go to car shows now and like everything sticker charged
3: well i mean you gotta think about it guys loves and gals love stickers i love stickers I mean, everybody i mean everybody likes a cool sticker i mean it's just a thing
1: well in the car industry you know a decal is good for five to ten horsepower easily oh yeah well you know you gotta think about it there's decals that's what makes a ride and then we get to talking about wrapping 700 horsepower oh, easily Lord.
3: all day easily easily. I tell you what blows my mind with it. And we're going to touch some more on this is the rap industry. And and, it, and it's become an industry, you know. We were, we were at Sema and they had a party called Paint is Dead.
1: And I agree with that statement.
3: I mean, these guys are doing some phenomenal things with raps now. I mean, they're doing things that you could never attempt to do with a paint gun.
1: Well, you know, and the cool thing about it is say you do this custom rap and it's crazy. I always tell people if you want unicorns and dragons fighting a wrap's the way to go.
3: But, I mean, in all seriousness... I think a psychiatrist is the way to go, but, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or a wrap.
1: Either way. But, I mean, in all seriousness, if, if you're wanting to pull together something like that, you know, and you got it done on your car, and then you get into a wreck, and you need a new fender, you know, it's hard to hunt down an airbrush artist to fix that. Whereas as a wrap, it's saved in the computer, go back to your guys that wrapped your car, fixed. I mean
3: that's it's very forgiving on that, but there's also wraps. You know they're lower maintenance. They're tough. They're a lot tougher than a lot of these. Oh, there's wraps out there holding race cars together. Well, I mean this is the thing. You know the wrap industry actually got started in racing. I mean that was that was the big thing as you know these these sponsors could put their logos huge on a car, and I mean it was just like a, I mean you know it just grew from there. Now you've got Hondas wrapped. I mean you've got trucks wrapped. I mean then commercial use. You know you got businesses using wraps.
1: And speaking of the commercial use, that uh, that's actually where vinyl got to start. Um, you know, vinyl, for those who don't, well, let's go back to vehicle lettering in general. February of 1900. You know me and my history lessons. I love giving them. A uh, man by the name of Milton Hershey. You might remember that last name. Owner of Hershey. Um, We're talking about the candy bar man. Yes, sir. Mr. Chocolate himself. He became the first person to use a vehicle in advertisement for a small company in Hers- Hershey, Pennsylvania. You know, Hershey Coca.
3: Well, I mean, this is the thing. I mean, with that, I mean, this was the first truck lettered, basically.
1: Yeah, in February of 1900, literally. But these 19- were painted. Now, this wasn't vinyl. Yeah, this was
3: painted. Then into what, the 20s is when vinyl actually came yeah, out.
1: Actually, 19, uh, 1926. It wasn't the vinyl we know of today, Is what's called a vinyl chloride. This is a liquid, and it was an accidental discovery by B.F. Goodrich, the tire people. The. Uh, Really? The tire people. You're telling BF Goodrich, the tire people. The tire people. So, BF Goodrich discovered what they call vinyl chloride, and it was a liquid form. And once you mix the catalyst they use in tires with it, it, it gave you that rubber, you know, flexible density that you see in vinyl. Well, then they add a, a plasticizer, is what it's called. And this plasticizer actually turned it to the vinyl we know of today. And I'm actually going to upload a video on our uh, Facebook page showing how that works. Now it's an old videos from back in the 20s, but it shows how the mixture works. And it's really cool because this invention not only gave us the vinyl we know of today, but it gave us so many other products. I mean, you got to think about raincoats, umbrellas. Mm-hmm.
3: Cheap leather looking jackets.
1: Yeah. You know, rain boots. I mean, anything like that that has that rubbery product, this came from the vinyl chloride.
3: That's very, very interesting. I mean, like when you were saying that, like the Gordon fish stick man popped in my head.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, it's, it's a great product, you know. And then vinyl became, at first, it was hand cut. People, you know, still hand cut this vinyl and apply it to vehicles. It wasn't until the 1980s you started seeing. Vinyl production and die cutting technology, you know, becoming an affordable thing. Basically, a plotter. Yeah, it took you know fifty years before this technology turned into something that you could really use in a business aspect.
3: Well, the thing you got to think about in everyday use, signage, road signs—that's vinyl, guys. I mean, every sign you see has vinyl on it, basically.
1: Oh yeah, you know there are some hand painted signs still left around. And I love the talent as an artist. I love the talent that goes into hand painting signs. But I
3: tell you the thing, it tickles me now that you got know, a lot of these hand painting sign guys are doing vinyl templates to paint, to do a hand painted sign. Absolutely.
1: And, you know, it's it's such an amazing thing. And at first, vinyl was high in production costs. You know, some of the first companies to use vinyl for advertisement on their vehicles were actually the U.S. Uh, US Army, the uh, Air Force. They used them on their planes. And it is because they were the only ones that could afford it, and like I said, it wasn't to the '80s that it became more efficient as far as the economical use. And then by the early '90s, vinyl had slipped into onto every market in a big way. At this point, uh, paint was still king for like customizers and enthusiasts, but vinyl had had made its grounds. I mean, well, this, this is
3: before the printed vinyl. You got to keep in mind if you wanted to put colors together on vinyl, you layered it.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. This is where your race cars came in. You know, everybody using vinyl, layering it up, and I still do some layered vinyl stuff. To me, it's kind of like a traditional thing. It's almost like a pinstriping to the vinyl guy. I know it's not that old, but it's still a cool art form.
3: Well, I mean, I tell you something cool about the vinyl stuff is, I mean, vinyl is still and will always be around.
1: Oh yeah, it's a very viable uh, source of income or. You know, in, I mean
3: I mean I I still use vinyl to this day, you know. I mean and the thing is you got a lot of your old school guys, so, you know, a simple lettering job, a vinyl a vinyl, you know, like a plotter will do anything you need to do. Now when you start getting into these complicated logos, or if you want a picture of yourself on something. That's when you got, to print. and that was a
1: big hit in the vinyl industry. And in, ni- in the late nineteen nineties, is when your digital printers came onto the market. But now
3: these were, this wasn't this new latex stuff. This was
1: no, this was this solvent based inks. You know, um, which is it's the same concept. You got printable materials. You know, three M Avery, they leave the market, or foil, they leave the market, and this sort of thing. But you know, this was this was a big deal. Being able to print something. You know you know, add color it wasn't layer anymore it was one layer with everything you wanted well, I mean the thing is
3: though it just opened the door to anything
1: absolutely and this is when a graphic designer became a very viable source to the vinyl industry because now you got these designers who can they can put anything together and make it a decal. I mean, you got like you said, color is not an option you know you can see a picture of me and you on a on a decal now
3: well, I mean that's actually you can on the back of our event trailer
1: exactly. It's a cartoon, but it's a picture of us, and that's the capabilities that you have now. And this just bled over into the automotive world. I mean, think about all the automotive decals you you have. And that was where it first started. All these, I call them contingency stickers, because you see them a lot of times used on race cars. But, I mean, it bled over into that, and then, you know, adding vinyl to the car. I think one of the first cars I can remember seeing is that little green uh, Eclipse in Fast and the Furious with the, the blue and white stripes down that Paul Walker drove.
3: Yeah, but now that's layered vinyl there. That's not print.
1: Yeah, that's layered vinyl, but it's the same concept. I mean, that's when it started getting big. Well,
3: you had guys making racing stripes, and I mean, it just went on and on and on from there.
1: Yeah, I, you know, and I talk about that green eclipse. It was layered vinyl, but that was a big, you know, a big thing. You see a lot of the Fast and Furious guys adding graphics to the cars, and before that, that wasn't that huge. I mean, you had factory graphics that like you see on these Toyota trucks all the time. You know, the factory stripes going up the side, but that wasn't that big until like Fast and the Furious came out. And then everybody wanted graphics on the side of the car. Everybody
3: wanted a dragon down the side of the car.
1: I remember very, very well seeing a Subaru rolling around uh, where I'm from with a dragon going down the side.
3: I tell you what, wherever that is, I don't want to (laughs) go. Union. (laughs) Scary place.
1: But no, I mean, it's been great. I mean, vinyl is an awesome thing. And like you said, it's killing the paint industry. I hate to say that. But, I mean, there's still, you know, great painters out there. And we're going to talk more about that, you know, the modern advances in this technology and how it's became a very viable source to the automotive world. And then also, Rob, we got two very special guests coming up on the show.
3: We have two calling guests today. Yes.
1: Uh, Chris Bull who owns Rappable down in Columbia South Carolina good friend of ours he's in the industry right here locally a lot of people who listen to our show know him and then also Frank Fellers who is the owner of Fellers they're the world's largest so vinyl So basically
3: if you're if you're a vinyl sign guy we're going to talk to your Elvis
1: Exactly I mean we got to meet we got to meet Frank in person he's a great guy uh like I said he owns the world's largest vinyl supply company uh, very knowledgeable guy who actually got started in a small sign shop of his own
3: that's, that's really cool, though, to see a guy come up in it. And, you know, and he's not just like one of these executive guys. He's really into the industry.
1: Absolutely. We, we and, met him actually.
3: At the, that pain is dead. Let's yep. see
1: him. And he's a car guy. So, guys, you're going to want to stay tuned and listen to that right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour
3: on 1063 WORD.
1: This is Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Hit our Facebook and Instagram
0: links at 1063WORD.com. The discussion is always high octane on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Like, follow, and connect at 1063WORD.com. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy
3: Hour. Odd Rod, you take us to school on this whole vinyl thing. Robbie, Odd Rod's no longer here. It's your mother. Lord.
1: Robbie, what are you doing in the studio?
3: We're talking about vinyl
1: reps. Do you even know anything about vinyl, Robbie? I know all about vinyl. You know, your Uncle Edgar said he knew all about vinyl, and look what happened to him. You remember what happened to him? He got the cancers. He's got the cancers, Robbie. Ask your father. You're killing me. You're killing me. On Rod, where are you at? I'm right here, man. Get your mom out here. All right. Mom, we'll see you. Bye, Robbie. Bye, Mom. Bye-bye. All right, guys. Man,
3: where were what was your mom doing here, dude? She brought me some lunch, dude.
1: That's what's up. Bye, Mom. Anyhow, what were we talking about?
3: We're talking about vinyl raps. You're taking us to school. We're stepping it up. We're going into the modern age of raps. we touched on printing take us to the next level
1: oh you're talking about when i got involved yeah you're so okay so the late 90s already happened all this you know cool stuff you know vinyl's big woohoo but now we got the modern advances you know stepping off into the early 2000s all that vinyl grew a lot in those years from the early 2000s to nowadays you know the past 20 years we'll say 17 years but the past 20 years it grew a lot and it grew fast but i want to contradict myself and like i said in the last segment it took fifty well, over fifty years for that to happen. Well, it
3: was a long time coming, but when it hit, it hit hard and fast. The thing you got to think about with vinyl and the vinyl industry is now you're taking something. You know, let's just say you know we're we're a car show, so we're talking about cars, so we're going to leave signage out of it. You know, there's probably in every state there's probably two or three really good custom painters.
1: You're right. So custom painters are, are a thing of the past. I hate saying that because I, I love it's it. It's a
3: dying art, just like anything else.
1: So you got to think, you know,
3: at the most, we have a couple hundred in the entire country of just that top notch guy. But now with raps. You got every good graphic designer. Guess what? You can be a custom painter, too.
1: Yeah, if you have a, a quality graphic designer and a guy who's good at installing.
3: Do you know where I could find one of those at?
1: Well, I mean, I don't mean to toot my own horn or anything, but you know, toot, if you want to give toot, an Odd Rod a call, I'm just saying.
3: You're killing me.
1: <laughs> Shameless selfish. plug. Shameless. No, I mean, but seriously, you find a good graphic designer. You got a guy who uh, who's been trained because there are training classes. There's universities out there for raps now. You know, 3M has. There's more. also
3: universities for McDonald's too.
1: You know what? And I'm gonna get off subject for a little bit. I've seen over in the UK they have a university, a, a actual class on memes. I'm wanting to take it you that would, is a new
3: life goal you would I mean you, you would leave it to you to want to go to school for something that's totally worthless
1: right I mean that is a new life goal anyhow back to back to the subject at hand here back to the sticky matter um sticky business <laughs> sticky business no seriously I mean there there are classes out there training people how to do how to do raps and, and because it's, it's an art form. You know,
3: it really so it is. is an art form. And I want to tell you something, you know, it's a lot more than just squeegees. And I mean, these guys got all these precise tools and cutaway tapes and things like that. And I mean, it's just, it's fun just to watch people do this.
1: Yeah, it's a really interesting thing. You know, I do it as a living, you know, I you know I actually apply the vinyl in and install, but it's fun to sit back and watch someone do it too. Like we're out at SEMA and watch them wrap the BMW i8, the 3M guys right there. It's awesome.
3: Well, I mean, you got that. And then like we went to the Pain is Dead party. I mean, this thing was crazy. There was what, 10, 12 cars there. Yeah, that I think the count
1: was 12. And yeah, they I mean, wrapped them in a day. In a, a team a day. of 47 they're, people wrapped those cars gorgeous, in. A day. Though.
3: I mean, all these wild, you know, color change, flip flop colors. I mean, flat, all the flats and the mats. And then they had like the custom paint on that one Jag, I believe it was in the back. Yep. I mean, it was just a great party. I mean, and it's just amazing what you can do with that.
1: Yeah, and you know, you learn. You watch YouTube, you know, you you go after all these guys, you watch it, and you pick up on these techniques, and you hear a lot of the vinyl guys say, you know, heat is king. I've learned recently to apply the vinyl without heat, and it's amazing. I mean, the results are amazing. It's just
3: a life-changing thing.
1: (laughs) I mean, like, right now, I
3: have goosebumps just hearing you say that. Well,
1: you know Dr. Phil was just in town, and he can help you with that. I believe Dr. Phil needs to help you (laughs) if you get that excited about
3: not using a heat gun.
1: Well, I mean, you know, and I think anybody who dabbles in the vinyl world or who is in it, like our next calling guest, Chris Bull, I think, you know, things like that do excite me, because it's about something we're passionate about.
3: And I mean, and it is amazing. I mean, and just to give you a brief history on Hot Rods and Half Hour, of course, you guys know we put on car shows all up and down the Southeast. Uh, we originally started out with an HHR that we wrapped.
1: Yep. Overnight, that was overnight. Overnight, that that
3: that HHR rolled into my shop at eight o'clock in the evening, and about six thirty in the morning, it rolled out. You know, a flip flop blue. It was gorgeous. Um, you know, with all the H H original H and H logos on it and all that stuff. And you know, that little HHR got pictures everywhere it went. And I mean, we did that overnight. There's no way you could have blown that HHR apart and painted it like we
1: did. You know, it's funny. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, it's funny what we did there because later on, I was watching a a training video and. they said if you're not being trained on a Chevy HHR, then you're not getting trained properly. They said that is the hardest car to wrap. I'm like, we knocked that out in a night. Overnight. No sleep. But, I mean, that's just, that's the cool thing about a wrap. I mean, this little paneled wagon came in there, just bare white, little ghostly white panel wagon. And the next day, I mean, it looked like a classic hot rod.
3: Well, I mean, you know, we, we really done it up with a two-tone paint scheme, and then, of course, we added some white walls to it and some moon caps and, you know, a few little details here and there, and then when we put the logos on it. I mean, it was really a old-school spin on a new vehicle.
1: And what's even cooler, you know, in the vinyl industry, technology is changing. You know, everything was solvent-based ink, and you had to let everything out gas, and everything took so much time, and now, with the modern advances, the latex, uh, latex ink's coming into play. You can literally pull it off the printer, laminate it, and wrap a car instantly there's no more wait time so people like you and i who are half crazed can wrap a car overnight at a whim because the technology is there to allow us to do that
3: a funny rap story the hhr got wrapped and the net we wrapped it on a thursday yeah that saturday morning we were sitting at charlotte motor speedway with it yeah even closer when we got the event trailer uh we were doing it you know i mean this is a 16 foot event trailer you know enclosed trailer so it's a pretty big it's a rolling billboard and this thing is gorgeous guys if you haven't seen it be sure to check out the hot rides and happy hour page you know i mean it's flamed it's 3d effects and everything like that but the thing that's so cool about it is we wrapped this thing we put the last panel on it 30 minutes before leaving out to go to a show
1: yeah i mean it's amazing the vinyl industry is awesome and it's bled over into the car industry and any car guy knows a vinyl guy i mean that's just something that goes hand in hand
3: well, you got to think about it. all your shops. They have you know order their decals or what you know, or whatnot, you know, and then they got the graphic designers coming up with these awesome designs.
1: Yeah, I mean they're and. You know, I am a graphic designer myself, but I know so many great graphic designers out there that I love watching their work, too, especially in the automotive world. I mean, I could sit here and name them off for hours. All the great guys out there, any of them I'd highly recommend.
3: Well, I mean, it's, it's that, that's the thing when you're in a hobby. You know, I did stand-up comedy for a number of years, and I'm going to the Comedy Zone this weekend because I want to see one of my friends tell jokes. And everybody, you know, it's like, you know, Robbie, you're not a spectator kind of guy. But for something like that, I love to watch other people tell jokes.
1: Exactly. All right, guys. And I, not
3: laugh. <laughs> yeah,
1: never laugh. All right, guys. I want you to stay tuned because next up, we got our very good friend, Chris Bull, who's going to be calling in. And then later on in the show, we got our very special calling guest, Frank Feller. Frank Feller. We're not worthy. Frank's a great guy. He's going to be calling in. I look forward to that. Guys, you're listening to Hot Rods and Happy Hour right here on 106.3 WORD. From
0: bad-looking bikes to great-looking custom cars, this is Hot Rods and Happy Hour on 106.3 WORD. Getting eight miles to the gallon and loving every minute of it. This is Hot Rods and Happy Hour with Rob and Odd Rod on 106.3 WORD. All right,
3: guys,
1: welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hours. This is Rob Pitts. Odd Rod, who do we got on the phone? Man, we got a very special guest. Uh, we met him in SEMA Las Vegas. SEMA in Las Vegas?
3: And, uh, in Los- we met a lot of people in SEMA in Las Vegas.
1: Well, this one, this one's probably the most important one we met. The most important one we met. Well, I'm going to say that because I got him on the phone. Chris, Chris Bull, how are you doing, sir? Fantastic,
4: fellas. How are you guys doing?
1: Uh, we can't complain. All right, sir, we're talking about wraps today. We're talking about all the vinyl industry and how it ties into the automotive industry. First and foremost, I want to ask you a question. Since you're a local vinyl guy, you're right here out of Columbia, South Carolina, what got you in the vinyl industry?
4: Well, um, when I was about 16 years old, I decided that I wanted to work in the... You know, I'd always drawn and always you know, been creative when I was a kid and stuff. I just figured I wanted to work somewhere that I could put that to use so uh every day I would actually ride my bike to the sign shop that wasn't too far from my house and <clears throat> ask them if they needed a job if they uh, had anything that they uh, I could help with and every day they said no went on for about six months and finally I walked in the door and the lady knew, by, knew me by name because I <laughs> came in so much and she was like Chris today is your day and so I started working for a local sign company and um that was about 21 or 22 years ago and here I am Finally owning my own business and doing what I like to do,
1: and doing a very good job. You got a great following, actually. Here in the hub state, you have a a very great following as well.
4: Yeah, I've got, uh, got customers all over, and so many friends all over. So it really helps with you know with that. So um, and being in the car, I, I have, I've always been in car clubs and car shows, and. I had a car that was um featured in three magazines back in two thousand one, I think it was. Well, car, and, uh, what so color
3: was that, Chris? Uh,
4: I actually had a nineteen ninety five Honda Civic that was uh fully wide bodied, fully shaved, uh full I built a custom uh, fiberglass dashboard, uh fully swapped, I mean stereoed. It was all it was done. It was completely done. And uh my wife actually cusses me to the day that I got rid of that car. So,
3: <laughs> I said, "Well, me, you got a good wife."
4: <laughs> yeah. She, hey, she let me buy. A, um, she actually, she told me to buy an R thirty two Skyline. GTR, so that is now my new project car, and um, it's because of her too. So yeah. that's pretty awesome.
3: Usually, most most wives cuss you till you sell your car, not cuss you
4: after you sell your car. <laughs> yeah, I know right. And,
1: and first of all, you're underselling the car you just bought. That's a right-hand drive car.
4: It is. It's a right-hand drive so you can um, JDM car, car. In it too. I can, and you know what? The funny thing is, there's a guy in town that. He's the one that imports them and he sells them to the mail to the mail uh, the post office. So here in Columbia, South Carolina, there are four door right hand drive skylines to delivering the mail. Yes, so you're there
3: telling are. me, so you could be standing on the street in Columbia, South Carolina, and you're like, wait a minute, is that Paul Walker? No. Yes. That's the mailman.
4: It's the mailman.
1: <laughs> All right, so one thing you gotta do in that car is go through the drive through in reverse. It has to, I it has I to
4: be I know. I know. I know. I need to get a little mail grabber too, so that's I can like take this robotic arm and reach over and grab my uh, my Mountain Dew as it comes out the window.
3: <laughs> That's hilarious.
1: All right, Chris, so tell us, uh, you know, we talk about vinyl wraps. You know, I'm in the industry as a graphic designer myself. You know, sell us on a vinyl wrap. What is the importance of that? Because you do a lot of color change wraps. So what is always a good, way, uh, a good way to sell a wrap like that?
4: Well, I mean, the thing of it is, is, you know a color change wrap can be done on a primer car to you know to you know use instead of paint um but with the way i like to sell it is you know you've got a higher-end car or you've got a show car that you've had for three or four years and you know like maybe say a guy he bought a porsche when he was in his midlife crisis and he brought it bought it bright yellow and now it's been five or six years and he's like man i just don't want a bright yellow porsche anymore if you go to paint that car, you're not going to go to Porsche and put a Porsche factory paint job on it. You're going to take it down the road and put, you know, a two or $3,000 paint job on it that's going to value you know, ruin the value of that car. So uh, what you can do is you can choose from over 500 different colors, or we can make custom colors or custom prints, wrap the car. You have now, you know, got that color change, you're not driving that yellow Porsche anymore, and you're actually protecting that factory paint, and um, you're not devaluing the car. So when you go to sell that car or trade that car in, you, know, you just grab a corner, you pull it off, and you've got the factory yellow paint from Porsche. So you've got a great paint job and no devalue of the car. That's, that's where I like how, how and why I like to sell a color change. And I'll tell
3: another thing with a color change on these vinyl wraps, because it's really low maintenance. I mean, you know, you got guys that are waxing on their cars and all that stuff. These things have a, a laminate coating over them. I mean, they're protected.
4: Yeah, yeah. It protects the factory paint. Um, it's really low maintenance. You know, you wash it, and you can even wax it like a regular car or a regular paint job, I should say. Um you know my wife has a matte metallic purple accord that we did and it's pretty cool and the matte film is very low-maintenance as well it doesn't show as much dirt it doesn't show as much scratches so it's really it's really high you know low-maintenance so it's pretty awesome
3: what's one of the biggest rap jobs you've ever done down at Rappable
4: oh, um, well we're, we've only been around two years so we've done some cool stuff but I remember a couple of years ago when I first moved to Columbia I wrapped this for a radio station I wrapped this ginormous, um, international C, I think it was called a CXT. It's basically like a Ford F550 on crack. I mean, it's got a (laughs) dump bed. It's got, um, you know, it's you, when you walk up to it, you know, the bottom of the door is probably about mid chest on a six foot tall dude. Um, you know, full leather, it's just, it's a, it's probably a, I don't know, a couple hundred thousand dollar truck. And we did the roof, we did the whole car, we did I mean, the truck, we did the back wall of, the, of it, the back of the, the bed because it tilts and everything. It was a dually. I mean, it was just a big, big truck for a radio station. It was really cool. And, they, and it's I, up high
3: it, work. I mean, it's not like it's on the ground. I mean, you're working off ladders.
4: Yeah, yeah. So you're, I mean, working on the back of the, car, of the uh, truck, I mean, I was able to tilt the back of the bed up and then actually just stand on the frame to work on the back of the truck on the back wall so it's was, it was huge and it was really uh you know saddening to see them strip it off you know a couple years uh i guess it was about two years ago they took it off it was on for six years and it looked great so they just wanted so, a new look
3: all right chris i got another question for you you know i've been in the vinyl industry and of course robert's been in the vinyl industry for a long time and and you know, we we it's so funny the jokes that everybody hear and the things they hear from different customers or different people or people that don't know nothing about working with vinyl. What's that one thing you hear and I got a feeling I know what it is, but I want to hear you say it, that you always hear from somebody about you to wrap a car or you did a vinyl job on a car?
4: Um well everybody and I hate to say this, I don't think that and I don't mean to demean anybody because I mean anybody can learn to do anything. But everybody thinks it's so easy. Everybody thinks that oh, it's I can do it. I can do that. That's no problem. I can do that, and it, it takes time. You know, it takes time and takes a lot of patience. It takes. It does take some skill.
3: It looks easy until so, you try it.
4: Yes, my wife. I, she wouldn't. She wanted to do it. She was like, I said, okay. So I'll. You help me do this car, and I'll show you how to do it. And she was like, nope, I've seen you do it enough. I know how to do. I said, Fine, no problem. Here's a fender. I gave her a fender. I said, There's a transit. Uh, connect over there go for it you know those defenders aren't really that bad so i heard her you know picking and pulling and started to cuss a little bit and you could hear grunting and groaning and finally she walked over to me and she balled up that piece of film that i gave her threw it at me said i'm not doing this so (laughs) i thought it was easy but i thought it was easy yeah you know, especially people doing roof wraps, and roofs are roofs are. You know, if you know what you're doing, they're pretty easy to do. But you know, everybody thinks you can order something from eBay and get some film online and do it, and there's no problem. But it it does take a little bit of skill.
3: It takes a lot of skill, Chris. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, quit being some modest, ones. Well, it takes a little skill. It takes a lot of skill. I mean, I've seen guys. I mean, I've seen guys wrap beach balls before with no lines in them. You know, I mean. A seamless, you know, thing. I mean, there's a, it's an art form, like any it other. Is.
4: It is.
1: All right, Chris, tell us a little bit about Rappable and what all you guys do. That Obviously, you do car wraps, but tell us a little bit more about what all you guys do.
4: Well, Rappable is, you know, the name kind of says it all. Um, you know, anything is Rappable. And so, what we do there is we wrap anything. Um, we also are a full print shop. So, what we do is we do our own design, our own printing, and our own installation in house. Everything is, we don't sub anything out. Um, so we wrap anything from, you know, copiers, printer copiers, to golf carts, to boats, cars, planes, trains. I mean, you name it, we can do it. Um, but being a, but also being a full, print shop we're able to print banners and signs and you know we do business cards and promotional stuff for other people so we're, we're almost like a full-blown we're pretty much are a full-blown print and sign shop but we just focus on vehicle wraps because um i like cars and Absolutely. that's what i like to do you know
1: all right chris i know you got a facebook page and there i encourage everybody to go check you guys out but what's a good phone number to reach you guys out
4: um 803-546-4645 and we've got, uh, we've got a website, which is just wrappable.com, W-R-A-P-A-B-U-L-L.com. And um, we do a lot of stuff on Instagram. So, And we're just wrappable on Instagram as well.
1: All right. All right, Chris Bull, I appreciate you calling in, bud, and taking time to spend it with us. I uh, look forward to seeing you again. If nothing else, I'll see you at SEMA. I hope so.
3: All right, Chris, you take care, buddy, and thank you for being awesome. on the show. Thanks guys. I really appreciate it. All right guys, you're listening to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Right?
1: Coming up next, we got a very special call in guest. Another call in guest. Uh, yes, sir, Frank Fellers. Oh Lord, Frank Fellers. I'm gonna tell you the something. Lionel
0: King.
3: This guy is Elvis. Anybody in the vinyl industry, guys, stay tuned. You're listening to Hot Rods and Happy Hour on 1063
0: WORD. Nitro for your ears. Tank is full on Hot Rods and Happy Hour with Rob Pitts and Odd Rod on 1063 WORD. Get it, boy. <laughs> Whether it's four on the floor or three on the tree, this is Hot Rods and Happy Hour with Rob and Odd Rod 1063
1: WORD. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Rob Pitts, how are you doing today, bud? Man, I'm doing good, Odd Rod. How are you doing, bud? All right. we got a very special guest in, Frank Feller's, owner of Feller's Vinyl Supply. Frank, how are you doing, bud? I'm doing great. Man, I thank you very, very much for uh, coming on the show today. Um, We've been talking about vinyl wraps and, you know, how the industry involves the automotive industry, and uh, there's no better person to talk about vinyl and the vinyl industry than you yourself, and I just got a couple quick questions for you, you know. everybody knows what fellers is and what they do but what got you involved in the vinyl industry
2: (laughs) well first of all thank you for inviting me i'm flattered that i'm on this uh you know i uh i went to college but i uh while i was in college i i worked at a at a uh, gas station and my family they were in the automotive business my my brother actually owns a uh, auto repair shop and but anyway, uh, I decided to work at a company that, after I got out of college, that made signs. So when I got in that company, I got exposed to uh, vinyl. And uh, one thing led to another, and I decided to start my own company and focus on selling vinyl. And uh, selling vinyl to the sign industry. And that's how I got exposed to, uh, to vinyl in the sign industry, is in the early 80s. Right, right when vinyl was starting to become something, uh, there was this little company called Gerber that created a a, a plotter, and uh, I I pretty much started my company right during that time.
3: So you just came in right, right? I mean, at the golden hour for vinyl and the vinyl plotters and all that.
2: That's exactly right.
3: You know, I said it, I've said it once and I'll say it again: the vinyl plotter killed the sign painter.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it did. I, you know. Uh, and I witnessed all that. I saw all that. I actually pulled a brush a little bit myself and painted some signs at the company I worked at prior. Prior, so I understood all that, uh, and it it did kind of kill that industry.
1: Now, Frank, did you ever imagine? Because you know, I've been doing this work for thirteen years myself. And, you know, I'm on the graphic design end. I do all the design work. Did you ever imagine that the vinyl industry would take off and be as big as this became?
2: Well, you know what, I, I was extremely excited when I, when I got involved. That's why I started my own company. You know, the company I was at, they didn't think it was going to be that big a deal. Well, I thought it was going to be a really big deal. What I didn't anticipate is that it would, it would expand into this wrapping situation. And what I saw was my customers would slowly, they try to do bigger pieces of vinyl and bigger pieces of vinyl And eventually, my customers started literally wrapping a whole vehicle. And, you know, what's great about that is is that that crossed my true love, which is the automotive industry, which my family, you know, uh, part of my family was in the auto body business. And so uh, my my love, my passions kind of intersected.
1: Yeah, see, I remember, I remember those old days of working on twenty-four inch plotter, and now, like you said, it just the n- demand kept growing and growing, and now we have a sixty-four inch HP latex printer that, you know, I mean, that just meets the demands, and really, there are bigger printers out there because there are bigger demands. So yeah, it just, it does, it keeps growing.
2: It does. It absolutely. Well, it's, it's, uh, it's
3: grown for more. I mean, I mean, people are wrapping buildings now. I mean, you can wrap anything. I mean, just about within reason.
2: That's exactly right. And uh, at one time, you know, you kind of cut a letter and stuck it on. But now, but now you, you literally print on the vinyl and just wrap the whole thing. You wrap signs. Uh, we have customers that, that wrap coffins, that wrap, you know, uh, walls, interior, ice boxes, uh, just boats. Just I mean, just anything you can, almost anything you can imagine. I have customers that, that do that.
1: All right, so let me ask you this. You know, I've called fillers a thousand times in my life, and I've heard your message on there. But, you know, me as an end user, I need you to justify the cost of a wrap. Why is a wrap so vital to your business, you know, doing vehicle lettering? What, What justifies that cost?
2: Well, my question to you first is, are you talking about a personal wrap where someone literally changes their color on their vehicle, or are you talking about someone that's buying a wrap or a, a, a commercial, you know, like a uh, commercial use, like a advertising other business. Which which one are you speaking of, or both of them?
1: Well, both, both of them, really. But I would say more commercial end.
2: Well, definitely from the commercial side. You know what's happened is is yellow pages is, is pretty much been decimated, and so basically what you have is a situation where people are looking for businesses. And, and they've got to kind of know what that business is or they've got to Google it, right? They've got to search for it on the Internet. And so the great thing about a vehicle wrap from a commercial side is is it's literally getting that name out on, on this vehicle in a, in a way where someone can see that for a pretty low cost. I mean, you're literally, you literally got a moving billboard you know, you can wrap a vehicle on average for less than $5,000, and that vehicle wrapped is going to last for three, four years, maybe even longer for, as far as an advertising goes. And so you're going to get a massive amount of exposure for a really small amount of cost. Well, and, and that's just amazing to me.
3: Well, another thing, too, it doesn't matter with a wrap how complicated your logo is or how wild or mild you want to go with it. I mean, the sky's the limit on
2: that. Oh, yeah. And and, and think about this. You know what's great about raps are you wrap a vehicle. I mean, I had a customer one time. I'll never forget this. He's he telling me about his customer. He wanted to try to get his message, his little product. I can't tell you what it is, but he had this little product he was trying to get to high school people, right? And so you can't put a sign on a high school parking lot. He couldn't buy that. But what he did do is he, he, uh, he convinced one of the high school guys to, to drive around in a wrapped vehicle that he paid for. And he was able to advertise to high school students by recruiting, you know, a high school student. And he had a little billboard sitting out in their parking lot every day. I mean, that's, just little things, like, little things like that you just can't do with anything but a wrap.
3: That's ingenious. <laughs> yeah, this guy's this guy's business ethics. Right, he should have wrote a book.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, and of course, you know, imagine this. How much money would you pay for a, a billboard right on McDonald's parking lot? Exactly. You know, most of those- <laughs> Most of those McDonald's are in the best locations of the city with the highest traffic counts. Well, guess what? Every day that you go to lunch with a wrapped vehicle, if whatever you're selling, you're literally parking your vehicle right there on the parking lot, the most you know traveled spot in the whole city, and you're getting a little billboard there for no cost.
3: Can't
1: beat it. You're absolutely right. No, it's amazing. Frank, I want to shift gears a little bit. You talked earlier about being a car guy, and you know that drove your passion. So we always ask all our uh, calling guests this. What is your favorite car and why?
2: Well, now that the color change stuff is going so big, people are wrapping their vehicles all different colors. Uh, cars are a big thing on wrapping. But i got to tell you, my favorite vehicle of all time was I, when my first vehicle. I kind of had to – I was forced to get it, right? I, I got this little El Camino, 67 El Camino, and I was kind of forced to get it. I didn't really have a choice that's, it was six or 700.
1: That's not bad, seven, though. That's not a bad car to be forced into.
2: It wasn't, but the first time I could finally afford a vehicle that I really wanted is, uh, by the way, someone's taking a picture of my truck right now. It's wrapped in green chrome. People are piling <laughs> around my truck. But, but anyway, my, the first vehicle I finally could afford, I'd been working for a while, was a, a 1970 Chevelle 454 LS6. And... Uh, I, I love that vehicle. I blew the motor up on it and ended up uh, having to give that car away for nothing. But I, but I, I love that car and I'm never gonna forget it. I'll probably get me another one someday. It had a Cal induction hood, uh, 400, you know, 454 with 450 horse. a uh, Really nice car and uh, SS, you know, Chevelle SS. Oh, oh yeah.
3: I tell you what, Frank. When I met you in Vegas, I knew you were good people. I could just tell that. And hearing okay. that story right there, you just totally, totally made me a believer.
2: Oh well. any you guy. You got to be all me. right.
1: Uh, well, thank you. All right, Frank, before we <laughs> let you go, I want you to tell us a little bit more about Fellers and everything you guys do, and I know you guys have an 800 number for anybody out there looking for a vinyl supplier. Let them know it.
2: Yeah, it's 800-654-8405. I got that memorized. I've had it for about 30 <laughs> years. <laughs> 30-some years. Of course, we got a website, fellers.com, but we, you know, we 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 really focus on selling supplies to the professional, the people that make uh, signs, they wrap, they wrap vehicles, they, they uh, print on vinyl uh, to, to make uh, signage or graphics or vehicle wraps. And that's what we focus on. So we sell all the materials to do that, all the vinyls, all the different brands, all the little tools and knickknacks that you need to, to, to actually put on a wrap in, in a proper way. And uh, that's what we're really focused on. Now, there are some people that do it yourself, but we really are focused on the professional that actually uh, makes that a living doing that. All
1: right, Frank. Well, I thank you very, very much for calling in. It was an honor talking to you, and uh, I look forward to seeing you at Vegas again. I hope you're coming to SEMA again.
2: I I love SEMA. It's going to be really difficult for me to not go so i'll probably i'll probably be there and uh i can't wait to see you guys well i'll buy you beer sounds, sounds like crazy. a plan
3: all right frank thanks for being on the air bud
2: thanks for inviting me
3: Take care, sir.
2: Talk to y'all later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
3: All right, guys. Thank you for listening to Hot Rods and Happy Hour, 106.3 WORD.
2: Thanks
0: for listening to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Interact, share, and connect with Rob and Odd Rod. Hit the on-air button at 106.3 WORD.com. Scroll to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Find out more about the show. Listen on demand at Interact 24-7. Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Supercharged Auto Talk. On 106.3 WORD.